about this at the beginning of every episode, but you're, because we're re-recording this, you are leading this episode. You have to introduce it. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I'm waiting for you to introduce it. This, this show started. Right. You just need to introduce it and lead the show. Okay. Uh, hey, guys. <laughs> you sound so unsure of yourself. Welcome to Twin Peeps. Don't put a question mark under it. <laughs> the show about Twin Peaks. Hosted by myself, Michael. Wait, no shit. <laughs> uh, hosted. Uh, All right. I, Okay, shit. You're joking that you're doing it bad, so I'll take over, but I'm not going to take over. You're you're leaving this episode. <laughs> I know what you're trying to do, and it's not going to work. So you're leaving this episode. Uh, yeah, no. So funny story. Uh, I am actually going to lead this episode because I uh, I did request that we re-record this. Our original episode eight did not go great, and so at my behest, Mike so kindly agreed to do this. Yeah, and uh, I'm gonna apologize in advance on my end for this episode. Um, <laughs> a lot's changed since we've last spoken. Uh, yeah, I no longer live with my parents. Right. I'm a single man now. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess those are the two big things. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, I, I'm in a, a pretty small apartment right now, and the walls are pretty thin, so my right. roommates can definitely hear me talking right now, and I can hear them talking, so... Totally cool. Um, totally fine. Um, it's probably not going to be any more noise than what we usually get on your end, so... Yeah, absolutely. It's all good. Um, um, yeah, so you didn't like the episode, so we're re-recording this. Right. When's so we're the re-recording? Last When's the last time you've seen the episode we're talking about? <laughs> well, we first recorded episode eight around, what, three weeks ago? Yeah, about three weeks ago. So, about three weeks ago. Okay. Um, but we we both took meticulous notes, so I'm pretty confident that we'll be able to refresh our memories rather quickly. And uh, I'm, I'm guessing you really... Uh, I'm really glad that I do summaries, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love the summary. Yeah. What a great, what a great transition. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, I just realized that I pulled up the summary for episode seven. So. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'll lead the show. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> okay. Stretch. Oh, this is such a train wreck. <laughs> Immediately. But it's a self-aware train wreck, which makes it better than the first episode. All right, that's a good point. Um, All right, so uh, yeah, Kyle, uh, do you have the do you have the summary up? I'm getting there. And because you've had three weeks to work on this, and I'm sure it rhymes, and it's very very well written, and you've put a lot of effort into it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, uh, hold on. What the fuck? Wait, okay, hold on. I'm, I seriously, what the fuck? It's all right. You can cut out some of this dead air. Not all of it, but some yeah. of it. Um, 
Oh no, sorry. Uh, we're we're good. <laughs> Shit. Okay. I I had it mislabeled in my in my document as episode seven, but this is actually episode eight. How about we actually say what episode we're talking about? We're talking about episode. Uh, the eighth episode, which is titled Episode 7, The Last Evening. Oh, that's right. God damn it. Yeah, you're, it's, yeah. It's been too long. <laughs> I forgot that they don't, num- they don't number it correctly. Absolutely. So, Kyle, right. hit us with your sh- summary. Okay, here we go. Do you have the timer going? Yeah, the timer's set for one hour. Okay, good. Uh, James and Donna snoop in Jacoby's apartment. Jacoby gets assaulted. Cooper bonds uh, with Jock. Audrey works her first night at One-Eyed Jack's. The chip gets explained. Leo comes back for Shelly. Andy's the hero. Laura's friends dig up some dirt. Leo lights Shelly's F-I-R-E. Nadine prepares her final pills. Hank hypothetically explains why we should care about Josie's plot line. The Martells reconcile their differences, as do Andy and Lucy. That's debatable. Uh, Bobby poses as Leo. Catherine's lured to the mill. Nadine takes the pills. Leland wants answers and heads to the hospital. Leo goes shining on Bobby, but is stopped prematurely. Catherine frees Shelly. Leland goes rogue. Pete's a firefighter. Ben and Audrey have an unintentional rendezvous, and Cooper gets three to the chest. Boom. I love it. So now we're all caught up. I'm sure all of our memories are (laughs) jostled. and Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, this is a crazy episode uh, filled with cliffhangers. Right. I have, I have a list of the. I'll just. I'll run down all the cliffhangers that I have real quick. Mm-hmm. Pete runs into the burning building. Is he dead? Right. Uh, we also don't know the fate of Catherine Martell and Shelley, also in the burning building. Yep. Uh, Leland murdered Jock. Um, or Jock. Yeah. So just straight pill it over the mouth. So we don't. Um, so the very possible Leland will get caught for doing that. Possibly, um, although we do see him leaving the hospital um, without a, a police envoy by him. So the, he might be caught, might not be. Who knows? For sure. Um, Audrey is in a cliffhanger-like situation with her her father. Yep. Um, uh, Jacoby might re- not recover from his heart attack? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Uh, yeah, uh, remember that... Um, Dr. Hayward uh, confirms that he's out of the woods. Okay, so he, I know. He's on I the road know. to recovery. Um, James framed with cocaine. Yep. Uh, Lucy is pregnant. Yes. And it seems uh, there's a whole thing with uh, who's the who's the guy who got her pregnant? What's his name? Andy. Andy. I like Andy a lot, but it seems like Andy might not be up for the fatherhood thing. Right. As um, evidenced by Lucy's storming out on him after... Uh, Explaining the news. Yes. Um, Leo got shot by, uh, what's his name, Hank? Hank. I'm Hank gonna, Jennings. I'm going to go back to calling him uh, oh, Huey Lewis. Huey Lewis. Thank um, you. Uh, Nadine attempts to commit suicide, but um, mm-hmm. it's been spoiled for me that she definitely survives. Sorry. Um, she, I mean, she's a good character. I'm uh, Oh, yeah. It would suck if she... Well, and, and again, it's a... It's soap opera rules, so there aren't a lot of like permanent deaths. Yeah, and I'm guessing you already are aware of this. Mm-hmm. It's also it's also possible she'll be a ghost next season. That is very possible. Yeah, she communes with people through the owls. And uh, I guess the, the mill will burn down. I don't care, but you know, just someone could care about that. Sure. Um, and Dale Cooper, the the driving force behind watching the show, titular character. 
Yeah. Um, can I run a really quick sidebar real quick that I just remembered? <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, this is so insular to us, but... Uh, <laughs> Great. Our our band in college... Uh, uh, the uh, Sorry, the Yuka dot 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 ladies um, question mark i believe it was aka as uh carpling garfney is a better name for it anyways we had a student band in college casey Anthony, you know yeah oh man um and we uh i recently connected with one of uh, our our members probably the person who's actually good at playing their instrument in the band uh our rock brian yeah brian uh he's great um brian. and he just started watching the show and Ryan. he keeps, uh, I think he binged through the entire first season oh, in, yeah. like, two days. That's how you're supposed to do it. Yeah. And he's uh, constantly texting me about how excited he is about Dale Cooper and how he's the best character ever. So, <laughs> Well, uh, we, should, uh, we should have him on sometime. We totally should. But, um, yeah. but yeah, and then I was getting these texts from him about how great he is, and then mm. Dale Cooper gets shot, and... Um, I mean, if if they killed him off, I would stop watching the show. I'd be, <laughs> I'd quit the podcast. Um, that would be that'd be fair. Yeah, he, he gets shot so many times. There's no way he could survive it. <laughs> Three to the chest. Okay, it's still. <laughs> no, I know. I'm saying that's how many times he gets shot. Yeah, that's not a survivable amount of times being shot in the chest. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Well, we'll just have to stay tuned to season two. He could also come back as a Jedi ghost. You know, that's true. style. All right. Okay. Well, let's get into it. Um, yeah. Let's get started with weirdest scene. Yep. Um, I gotta so, go with uh, Doctor Jacoby having his heart attack um, <laughs> while snooping in the woods. Um, <laughs> having a, a heart attack from a physical assault. Yeah, it's so awkward. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's he gets punched in the back a lot. I know. <laughs> um, it doesn't seem violent at all. <laughs> It seems like like two people wrestling, like for fun. Um, right, like the punching is like you're kind of trying to hit him, but you're not trying to leave any sort of injuries. Yeah, know? it looks like if you told an actor to pretend to punch an older actor, and they <laughs> wanted to be very sure they didn't hurt him. And the older actor is still using like outdated uh, stage work, like stage uh stage fighting techniques of like shaking whenever they get hit on the ground because you have to visually convey that you're being struck while on the ground exactly and i just why did they have to do heart attack as a result of that like they could have been that like he you know he broke his like a like a he broke a rib or something he broke a rib or something but they make it this like a life-threatening illness that he immediately gets better from (laughs) (laughs) well even like the broken rib it could be like oh it punctured something we're not sure if he's gonna bleed out he gets there he gets emergency surgery and then is fine yeah i don't know it just the stakes seemed really he seemed like he was gonna be totally fine after the heart attack they were like oh yeah he'll be fine there was (laughs) oh totally there was no tension and there's so many other like uh i don't know it seemed it was terrible right Uh, not terrible it was weird it, yeah. What do you got for your uh, weirdest uh, character? A weirdest scene. Weirdest scene. Excuse yeah. me. Um, so my weirdest scene is uh, based on the the social norm of incest, and <laughs> um, so I have to give it up to Audrey and Ben's scene at the end 
it's yeah it's not great it's not enough to be a scene though it's a it's like a setup for a scene it's totally enough to be a scene i mean yeah not all of it plays out but it's definitely like oh it's establishing the stakes of this father possibly seducing his daughter unbeknownst to him yeah it's definitely it's very much a uh like a soap opera setup yeah oh 100 percent um but it's it still weirds me out man there's there's no it's not gonna she's gonna run away and before like she's gonna see him and she's gonna run away before he sees her that's my prediction well she already knows that it's him right why is she still there then there's only one exit in that room and it's the door that he's entering from yeah and if if she reveals herself like granted it's the lesser of two evils of having a married father like solicit a prostitute versus being the daughter who's like working at a canadian whorehouse basically um yeah but still if she were to try to escape she's gonna reveal herself to him and she doesn't want to do that how would he not recognize her though i i aren't the lights off it's like she's behind some sort of curtain or something like they they haven't like visually connected yet she can just understand his voice like she recognizes his voice okay yeah sure i um this is actually a good segue to uh the weirdest character mm-hmm. um and i have a very unusual one which is the sand person from star wars who is it who's <laughs> attaching playing cards to audrey right before that happens the jawa yep the jawa um yeah not a lot of it looks like it's a little person uh inside robes Mm -hmm. like could have been an extra from star wars just attaching playing cards to her it makes no sense um but in the world of twin peaks doesn't it make perfect sense sure it's it's completely analogous to the guy doing the moonwalk away from his locker <laughs> we we really needed one of those moments you know it'd been too long so yeah. i'm glad they threw it in yeah what would you say the uh weirdest character for you in this episode is so i have to go back to a tried and true favorite which is uh laura palmer and oh, the, the reason, tape. yeah all the, the we finally get to hear the tape it's full glorious awkwardness and yeah do you think it's is that good. yeah I, I know this goes to our batter david lynch thing but do you think that she's just not a great actress uh, I, I would i want to give her the benefit of the doubt like i'm i'm guessing that she's she's obviously like better than uh james better than leah i think yeah um especially but as evidenced by uh the stuff is maddie Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I gotta think it's directorial those tapes like David Lynch is really wanting her to be that awkward, <laughs> awkward. yeah it's just awkward um, yeah like it, I'm not sure if he's trying to go for like sensual necessarily or it, I don't know I don't know what kind of personality trait he's trying to get out of her for that scene but it does not work that's a yeah that's a good point um uh what was i gonna say um yeah it's definitely weird (laughs) so weird um i guess yeah i guess that's another good uh transition to batter david lynch 
What's yep. your uh, nomination for Batter David Lynch? So that's that's going to be my backup. Um, yeah, I, I have another one just in case. But um, you should uh, you should lay down yours just in case we uh, overstep. Oh, for sure. Wait, actually, can we go back a second and talk oh, yeah. a little bit more about the tape? Um, <laughs> Please I, do. I think there's more to talk about there. <laughs> of course there it's, is. It's boring. Oh, totally. It. She talks so slowly, and she doesn't really say anything. Like I think it's it's meant to be kind of be kind of cryptic a little bit, but it still just doesn't work on that level either. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's boring. We understand <laughs> that she's like evil-ish. Yeah, uh, I, she's. She's just empowered by her sexuality, Mike. Come on. Yeah, but... Uh, 1990. Because isn't that scene, isn't that where... Uh, who's the guy we don't like? What's the... Um, guy we don't like. There are a lot of guys we don't who's, like. Who's she talking about in the tape? Um, well, she's talking about the guy with the red Corvette. She's talking about... Um, a little bit about Jacoby. Uh, I think she... She does say that James is an idiot. Oh, yeah, tape. James. I forgot James', James name. It's been three weeks since we've done a show. I forgot James' <laughs> name. I apologize. Um, but, yeah, James hears him being called dumb. And right. I wish we could have. <laughs> I remember in our, in our first recording, I mentioned this. Uh, I really would like to believe that his reaction to it isn't that he's, like, hurt that Laura didn't like him, but he's just finally realizing that he's dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm sure that there's some reaction shot of him going, huh? <laughs> oh. Oh. Huh. <laughs> Anyways, uh, okay, Batter David Lynch. Mine sure. has got to be Catherine Martell finding Shelley in a, in the barn with <laughs> the most obvious time bomb attached to her. Because <laughs> Catherine. Did, did you write down what she what she says? Yeah, at that scene because it's amazing <laughs> hold on let me look it up um <laughs> i can't understand a word you're saying you have a thing in your mouth <laughs> like <laughs> it it seems like something that like an evil person could sarcastically say to be like haha i can't hear what you're saying you've got a <laughs> gag in your mouth would be what <laughs> the term she was looking for right. but she doesn't she even doesn't deliver it that way. She Not delivers it. She delivers it sarcastically, but then proceeds to help her. <laughs> so it makes it sound like she was honest about the fact that she couldn't hear her and was explaining that. I don't know. It's it's I... a crazy setup. And I'm guessing everyone on uh, on set felt really awkward while making it. But on the scale of bad to David Lynch, that's totally David Lynch. This is so intentionally David Lynch. 100%. Um, but See, I, I, I kind of want to believe that she wasn't saying it sarcastically. Like, she was saying it in an annoyed way, like Shelly had somehow messed up, and she was, like, annoying Catherine and by having this thing in her mouth. Yeah, she's so sassy. Like... There's a bomb in her in the <laughs> mill that she owns. Well, it, not to mention that the fire is literally engulfing the building oh, all around. Oh, I forgot them. about that as well. Good point. <laughs> and she stands around thinking of what to do. Right. I don't know. It's so weird. 
Really, really weighing her options of whether or not to save this person who doesn't know who she is. Yeah. All right, what do you got for your batter, David Lynch? Right, so um, in addition to uh, Laura's tapes um, and in addition to Jacoby's assault, um, I do... So mine are actually like a little bit more directorial. Um, so my first one is the... Uh, Zoom in on Jacoby's eye being a transition into the spinning roulette wheel. I liked it. I like that. <laughs> it's a match cut. I, I, I know. I don't know. It just feels like such an outdated transition. You oh, know, like like something these from days, like the early 90s, late 80s. Yeah, it just feels like a transition that would be in like a, a mid James Bond movie. You know, you know, in my head, I I was thinking it's like a transition from a James Bond movie. Yeah, but I'm thinking that in a positive in a positive way. <laughs> well, see, like it's it's a pre Daniel Craig James Bond that yeah, I'm thinking of. It can't be anything recently. I grew up. They on, wouldn't do that. I grew up loving James Bond, and I know that you don't like James Bond. I I just never grew up with it. So, I don't know. But it feels like something out of, like, a 70s James Bond movie. I have, I have no problem with that. Sure. Sure. To each their own. Um, my second one, though, we might have a little bit more of a problem with is uh, the close-up on Jacques' sweaty, spitty mouth <laughs> as he's really belaboring through the description of what happened to Laura. Yeah. That was just, I mean, it, I, it's intentionally unpleasant. And good job to David for doing that, but it's it's, it's so weird, overdone. Man. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like the description enough is not great, so you might as well just let the writing work for itself. But no, you have to zoom in real close on the mouth too. Yeah, and I mean the way he told it was very like ham-fisted. Like <laughs> I'm the bad guy. Oh yeah. <sighs> Kind of like that. Yeah, there's there's that whole thing that, like, if you want a good performance out of a villain or whatever, the actor needs to come from a place of being like, oh, this is how he sees the world. He's he's a good guy in his own mind, you know? Right. But this Everyone's guy's like, the no, he's bad. He's stories. an evil guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, he should have been twirling a mustache <laughs> while describing this. Uh, that's sweaty greasy mustache yeah we did learn a lot more about laura though about um she liked being tied up and stuff mm -hmm. and it seemed like everything up until her dying uh was, was completely consensual board. yep um yeah. include including her biting a poker chip in half which is impossible <laughs> that's impossible it's not <laughs> her, her teeth would break well before the poker chip would break right it's pretty strong clay yeah, no, it, maybe maybe One-Eyed Jax is skimping on the uh, poker chip quality. <laughs> Perhaps. I don't know. <laughs> okay, uh, worst I mean, police work. I mean, their money is in the, the prostitutes. Yeah, worst police work. Yes. <laughs> um, so... There was some I'm good guessing. police work. There was some good yeah, police yeah. work. I, the, the sting goes off well. Uh, they get their guy at the end of it. Andy, Andy's good police work. He does some uh, shooting. Right. Uh, Andy redeems himself, himself by uh, saving Truman. Mm -hmm. um, so that's all well and good. I 
I still have an issue, though, with... Um, so they're going to One-Eyed Jacks, right? They're doing the sting operation. They're trying to get close to Renault. Get all that. Seems good from the outset. The problem is <laughs> when they get there, Cooper is just, like, sweeping house. He's winning every hand. He's just... As he recommends to Harry and Big Ed, like he's trying to turn a profit with the Bureau's money. Oh, yeah. Right? He likes to bring a 50% profit. Was that it? <laughs> I think it was like a 10%. But okay. still, they're using 10 grand. Oh, and of course, Bureau. he's obviously super confused that Big Ed is, is, not, is not making a ton of money playing blackjack. <laughs> right. He can't understand how he's not able to count cards. That's so cool. <laughs> but like... So this is, I'm not sure if the rendezvous with Renault, like that one-on-one, -on -one, was meant to be intentional, and so he was intentionally bringing attention to himself uh, by winning. But typically, if you're trying to be incognito at a casino, you don't win all of the casino's money because that draws the most attention. I think his, I mean, I, I bet what his game plan was is like, oh, I'm a bad guy, so I'm counting cards. And that's a good yeah. introduction for me doing other bad things. Yeah. I, I mean, that was, that was what I was thinking. That was, like, the justification I had for it in my head. But I kind of just wish, I don't know. It makes sense. But I kind of wish they would have prefaced that earlier. Of just like, okay, here's the game plan. We're all going to gamble. I'm going to do well to try to get in with it. To take it back to your comparison, it is a very James Bondy type thing to do. It's Casino Royale. Yeah, I'm just not trying to blend in at all. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah. It's full tuxedo. Yeah, I don't think there's really any terrible police work. I mean, the plan's dumb. I, uh, for my worst police work, I wrote Cooper gives Jacques $5,000 to come to America. <laughs> um, which, I don't know. It's still, That's such a weird plan. <laughs> Well, it's half now, half upon completion, right? Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's just, a standard crime trope. But, I, yeah, it's... It, I don't know. This is just such a plot-heavy episode that <laughs> nothing super weird happened. It's. Yeah. I don't think that this is a very good season finale. It's, yeah. It, well, the cliffhangers, but I don't know. It, it's You're right in that it's not terribly satisfying. Yeah. It's like there's nothing that jumps out in my mind as like amazing things in this episode compared to, you know, a, a good right. old episode two or something like that. I mean, Coop being cool in the casino is is pretty great. But he was time. already being cool in the casino last episode. Was it? Yeah. Hmm. They got to the casino in the episode before. Yeah, but he he's not like being cool at the casino you I, know i thought he was being cool remember him and big ed are talking to some uh ladies uh talking to blackie yeah that was in the previous episode was it wasn't that wasn't that episode eight oh maybe <laughs> who knows anyways let's sure. move on <laughs> um are we taking a, a break this episode you want to take a break uh sure let's okay. do it we'll we'll see you uh back in a second talking more yep. twin peeps talking about twins are we gonna use music to transition between the ads 
Uh, we could. I really think we should. All right. All right, whatever. Anyways, hey, everybody. Uh, this is Mike hey. and uh, Kyle. Yep. What's up? Um, and uh, today's ad uh, we've uh, is for another podcast on the D- Dynamics Women Sound Off Network mm-hmm. called the Sassabras Podcast. It's a, yep. a great podcast of uh, two uh, sassy ladies uh, talking about uh, what Dare they're up to. brassy as well. What? Dare we say brassy as well? They are sassy and brassy. I'm not really sure the definition of brassy, but they are self-proclaimed brassy. Of or related to brass, I think. I'm going to say they're definitely sassy, though. Sure. Um, I Confirmed sass. Confirmed sass. Possible brass. Possible brass. Um, but, yeah, it's a great show. Two sassy ladies talking about uh, what's going on in their lives, talking about food, talking about Mm -hmm. music, talking about the books they're reading. It's great. Do they they talk about brass? Uh, Not yet. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Potentially brass. Okay. Um, But it's great. Um, So go to sassandbrasspodcast.wordpress.com to listen to an episode today. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. And back to the show. Back to the show. Okay. And then we'll use another theme song or right. the music cue. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Twin Peeps. I'm your hey. host, Michael Still. And it's Kyle again. Uh, we're back. We're talking about Twin Peeps, the eighth episode, titled Episode 7. Um, I already forgot the name of the episode. The last evening. There we go. Uh, let's get back to it. I mm-hmm. think next would be uh, let's talk about uh, let's go to our mystery bit. Sure. Um, and our mystery bit for this week is a question of Kyle. Why did you hate last uh, the other version of this episode we recorded? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, basically, I was I was feeling really out of it while we recorded. Wasn't really feeling my energy that I brought to it. Were you ha- are you having personal problems you want to talk about or? Uh, nope. Okay. So there was that. Okay. Um, <laughs> there was uh, we were having some repairs done, and so there was a persistent clanging sound in my end, uh, which I really didn't feel like editing out, and. Perhaps the real impetus of my wanting to re-record is my uh, persistent referring to uh, Hank Jennings as Dean. Like, this is such a, <laughs> such a minor reason to re-record. I know, but I, I, I don't know why I wrote down Dean. Is the actor's name Dean? Dean like 10 times. I call him Huey Lewis, and you're fine I with know, that. I know, but that's because there's a lookalike. There's no reason for me to call him Dean. His name's Hank or Huey Lewis. Kyle, there's one person that listens to this podcast. He's in my improv yeah. class. He likes it. <laughs> um, and I'm sure he's going to be thrilled that we're getting it right this time. He's No, no one's going to make it this far. This is... <laughs> Isn't the essence of improv editing and re-recording? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's the opposite of it. Fine. Fine. But well, 
Regardless, I've deleted everything related to episode seven the first time. Okay. So we're stuck with this one. Can we delete my references to being an improv class? <laughs> I, I think you've mentioned it on earlier episodes, so I'm oh, not man. sure. Okay. <laughs> not that I'm embarrassed to be an improv class, but no. I think I hey, think I'm, I'm kind I'm of also an improv class now. So. Oh yeah, did you start that yet? Yeah. When wait, when did you start? Uh, two weeks ago. Oh god damn it! Okay, we'll talk about this later. I want to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I legit want to hear about it, but I sure think that's too boring to discuss on the podcast. <laughs> Why wouldn't you tell me about it? Like I convinced I, you to I, take improv classes. I didn't. I tell you that I started. You told me you signed up for it. Okay. You could right. at least say, "Hey, I got back from improv. <laughs> I have some things to tell you about it." Oh, I, I don't know. Well, I'm guessing it's wildly similar to yours. I I want to hear about it, Kyle. Jeez. I, well, okay. <laughs> After the app. After we oh. re-record this app. I'll dish. <laughs> We're re-recording this app now, Kyle. Sure. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Deal. Okay. Hey, welcome to Twin <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's uh, let's let's keep going. Um. <laughs> Okay, so that's a, our mystery bit for this week. I have a second. Sure. I have a second one. We'll do later, but all right. Um, oh, uh, I did remember from the first recording that um, everyone was, and by everyone I mean you, were really pissed. That I'm still trying to limp along the best music cue bit, but I do have to point out it, it's not the best music cue. But I got to point out when new themes come along. Yeah, uh, no one cares. Music in the fire. <laughs> music in the fire is okay. fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, same same artist, right? Angela Badalamenti, yep. Angela Badalamenti. Oh, and uh, fun uh, thing, I don't know if people know this, but we mm-hmm. she's doing the music for this, for our podcast. Um, but, Angelo? Yeah. She's giving us all these, uh, you know, music cues to drop in, but they're, I'm pretty sure they're just the same ones from the show. Yeah, no, he's, uh, yeah, he's, he sends them over. Oh, that's a lady's name? It's a dude's name. Oh, it's a dude's name. No, okay. I thought it, I thought it was Angela. No, Angelo. Oh. He's wildly Italian. That sounds pretty Italian. Oh, okay. Yeah. But the lady keeps singing. Okay, whatever. This is well, No, that's Julie Cruz. She's a dream pop artist. Okay. Can, can, it's fine. Can we take out the last, like, five minutes, please? Nope. Oh, God damn it. Just saying, so you know, I'm going to download this episode myself and re-edit it. <laughs> just, Michael's mix. Just for me to listen to? <laughs> sure. Okay. We, we could release it as a, a b- 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 bonus. Ep. Don't quote I'm comedy bang bang in this. Oh, I know. I was go- I was about to credit Mr. Ackman with that. I No, um, don't even reference <laughs> a much better thing. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I'm let's trying to going. catch some coattails here. Yeah, catch trying to rat him all the way to the top. Okay. Um. Okay. Favorite uh, character. Mm-hmm. Um. I'll go first. Yeah. Got to be Pete. Sure. He's great. He saves. Pete. He goes in after. Um, uh, Catherine. Catherine Martell. He, he rushes into the barn. We mm-hmm. learn that he probably a volunteer firefighter at some point. It's uh, unclear. Yeah. Um, and then earlier in the up, we have the scene with him and Catherine where they kind of warm up to each other again. And I thought it was kind of a sweet scene. Right. Even though and... I, <laughs> Catherine Martell's acting is so hammy. Um, 
But it's kind of a sweet scene where they're like, well, let's let's work together. Let's find the missing yeah, totally. ledger. Um, mm-hmm. It was it was no, sweet. Yeah. I liked. Uh, but yeah, I just he's just such a cool, uh, cool character, and I don't know. It, he's an upstanding fella. Yeah, every time he he's he's like such a just like Cooper. Um, he's like so. He's just like a really good person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, who you? Who's your favorite character for the episode? Um, so, if Pete's good, Pete's good. I still wish they would have set up the uh, the whole firefighter thing to make that not kind of come out of nowhere. Yeah, it would have been pretty um, easy to you know have like a fire yeah. helmet on his wall or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, or just, yeah, especially in like the the episode with the fish and the percolator where yeah. Coop and uh, Truman are there. You just see a firefighter's regalia and. Uh, Harry just mentions to Coop, yeah, he's the volunteer firefighter. Yeah, end but of, I mean, end of setup. It is, you know what? I'm not super familiar with how volunteer firefighter system works. Volunteer firefighter systems work, mm-hmm. but I mean, maybe it was a, you know, it, like a lot of people in town are volunteer firefighters. I've never lived in a small town like that. I can't speak to it. I'm, I'm guessing there are a few, yeah, and he just happens to be one of them. Um, yeah, but he could mention like, "Oh, I got my bound, I got my firefighter training today, or something like that." I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it would have been wildly easy to set up, and they didn't do it. Yeah, but uh, to the to the detriment. Um, actually, I was gonna show. say a good setup and payoff, but that's for mm-hmm. my next uh, the next section. Ooh. Who's your favorite character mm-hmm. in this episode? So, um, it's it's kind of a weird. Kind of a weird choice, mostly because we constantly talk about how much we don't really care about this guy. Who is it, the sand person? <laughs> it's not the Jawa, no. Oh, okay. um, my favorite character is actually uh, Dean, I mean Hank. Or <laughs> No, we have, to we have to re-record the episode. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> no, uh, no it, I... He's got a lot to do in this episode. He is a mover and a shaker in this episode. Um, is he doing anything interesting, though? Uh, he he just has his hands in a lot of pots. I, you know? I understand like, he's doing a lot of stuff, but is any yeah. of it super? I mean, he kills some people. Right. Um, uh-huh. Well, the, the main reason why I, I chose him... Um, Oh, we should also uh, backtrack. Dale Cooper, best character in this episode? I'm guessing we're both saying no. No, he's barely in it. Right. He's barely in it. Okay. So uh, the main reason why I picked Hank is that, uh, as I wrote, he actually gets close to making Josie's plotline interesting. Yeah. Like, he gets so close to making us care about it. Um, It's kind of unfortunate that he refers to uh, something that he read in prison as oriental philosophy, quote unquote. It's weird. It's weird because you know that David Lynch wrote that line. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it is back in the day when uh, you can kind of get away with saying oriental still. I I understand. But I mean, David Lynch is like really into, you know, transcendental meditation Mm-hmm. Super into Tibet, as 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 we're well aware, it seems like he would really ha- he would know a lot better than to say something as awkward as that. Yeah, he still grew up in America in the middle of the last century, though. It's it's kind of hard to uproot that, especially if it's like well intentioned. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, and actually, yeah, no, uh, 
So there, there was that. Yeah, but uh, he's got a lot to do. He uh, yeah. He saves Bobby. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, yep. actually, you know what? Anyone who saves Bobby just automatic, <laughs> automatic A plus for me. He's yeah, no, so he's, cool. He's guy. <laughs> Bobby. Yeah, we, mm-hmm. I mean, we could get that actor on here. <laughs> He'd come on the show. I I can't tell if you're overestimating the prowess of our podcast or underestimating how much. Uh, Dana Ashbrook has to do in his life. I mean, it's probably somewhere in between. Do, what's he? What's he doing? What's he doing? I, he's still a working actor. Um, like if you pull up his IMDb, he's gonna have something within the past couple of years. Okay, can I tell you the last? Um, okay, he hasn't been on television. He's been on three television episodes in 2010. One was an episode mm-hmm. of Psych. Which was a Twin Peaks homage, right. an episode of White Collar in 2011, and two episodes mm-hmm. of Hostages in 2013. Sure. So, not super busy television-wise. Let's see, uh, movie-wise, in 2015 he was in a movie called Restraint, which has no Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. He was in a movie called Late Phases in 2014, which has no page. Um, he was in a movie called The Aggression Scale, which has no. Wikipedia page in 2012, and then the most recent movie before that was in 2002 called New Alcatraz, which sure. was a direct-to-video B-horror film. So you're saying we're better than Dana Ashbrook? No, I'm saying we're doing him a favor by no, him on. no. Let's hold on, <laughs> slow down. I'm saying <laughs> he probably slowed things down to spend more time with his family, right? And um, maybe he'll be able to take some time off from his family to help us out. Sure, after we just threw all the shade on his acting career recently. I'm just saying he's he's got he's not super busy. <laughs> oh man, why am I doing this? Why am I th- why am I throwing us down this terrible thing? I what's the worst that could happen if we ask him? Uh, well, did either of us mention where we lived? Because he might be finding this. Okay. I've been issuing a libel suit. I'm okay. Slander? I, I yeah. he's the best. I really want him on the show. I'm just saying <laughs> he's out of all the people on the show, he's probably a lot more gettable than like David Lynch, right? Oh well yeah, because yeah. And um, David Lynch has been on the show multiple times. That's true. That is very true. Yeah. You know, okay, we'll we'll give him a call this week sometime. Yeah. Who <laughs> who okay, if we okay, if we were gonna start asking people though, who would we ask after uh after uh Dane Ashbrook? Who like who would we want or who do we think we could get? We might really get it I'm looking at Lara Flynn Boyle's uh, Wikipedia page. Lara Flynn Boyle would not do it. Okay. She hasn't been um, in any movie project since two thousand thirteen. I, I would guess we would get like Harriet Hayward's actress. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't Maybe. Know. What about Joan Chen? Uh, Joselyn Peck. Yeah. Jocelyn. Josie. Yeah. That might happen. Mm, I don't know. Oh man, I wish Jack Nance was still alive. Right. He'd, he'd, he'd be on the show. Well. <laughs> Okay, probably not, but... (laughs) 
Well, we'll we'll whip up a list at some point. But you know, he, we'll start calling. He did he did a Eraserhead for David Lynch. Do you, yeah. Do you think so he wanted to do Eraserhead? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think anyone knew. No one wanted to do Eraserhead <laughs> except David Lynch. <laughs> well, according to the Netflix documentary, he didn't understand what Eraserhead was kind of about. But he did anyway because he liked working with David. That's, that's exactly what I'm saying. He seems like a nice guy. He'd oh, yeah. throw a bone to some people working their way up. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we could not be. Uh, we are the definition of working our way up because we're at the bottom. <laughs> Start from the bottom and we're still here. Yep. Um, so what were we talking about? Um, <laughs> Are we on favorite scene? Uh, sure. Let's move on to favorite. Okay, we did our favorite character. You had yes. um, uh, but Hank. Hank. Yeah. He Not a lot to himself. say about him, but yeah, sure. Um. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on to our uh, f- favorite uh, favorite scene. Who do you got? Okay. So, um, Pete and Catherine's arc. It's it's definitely cheating because it's lumping together uh, a couple of the scenes from the episode. But I just really like how it's all portrayed in this episode. Like, even if it's pretty obvious that Catherine's still kind of using him, like, the thought of them giving reconciliation a chance. Yeah, it's sweet. Is, yeah, it's 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 heartwarming. Yeah, I, um, I, I completely agree. Um, yeah. But then, uh, yeah, that, that was kind of my one thing, because everything else is like, even though that's cheating, everything else is more interesting within a grander arc. Like, even Andy, like, saving uh, Harry Truman, it's really more interesting, not because he saved Harry Truman, but because it's kind of like a redemption story. Like, you were mentioning this the first time we recorded this episode, uh, where, especially at the um, the motel shootout, and he drops his gun. It's a setup and payoff, yeah. Yeah, they, exactly. We show that he's bad at it. He, We see him go to the gun range to get good at it. Mm-hmm. And then we check in with him, and he saves Truman's life. That's that's my favorite scene from the episode. It's great. Yeah, um, it, but it it works pretty much. I think it works the best within a much larger context, mm-hmm. as opposed to the Pete and Catherine arc, which still kind of works within a smaller episode-centric context. Absolutely, it's a, it's yeah. it's a great. Um, yeah, yeah. Andy's bit was my favorite. It was. Uh, I mean, like this episode wasn't weird enough. Uh, yep, as as I think we've mentioned before, the the plot heavy episodes just they skimp on weirdness. They can't do both. That's something that I'm is making me excited about season two, <laughs> just because there's so many episodes. They're gonna need to take their time more, and mm-hmm. I think we're gonna get a better episode as a, res- a better, um, or at least weirder content as a result. It gets pretty weird. That's that's what I want out of this. Uh, some people would say for the much worse, but mm-hmm. uh, there there's still a. I, I still enjoy season two for what it is. Do you think season one's a lot better than season two, though? I think academically, <laughs> yes. Um, I think uh, what was it? Uh, Billy was mentioning when he was on that season two kind of starts to feel like the Simpsons where <laughs> it's not really connected a lot. It, there is still through lines of plot um, that is still going to happen. But like, um, because there it's a 22 episode order, 
you're right. It's going to get a little bit less focused. Um, so for what that's worth, some people didn't like that. I, for what it was, I still really enjoyed my time in season two and I will for the second time or the fourth time watching it now. Good. Um, yeah, I'd be curious as to <laughs> what your reactions are going to be. Because season two is also when David Lynch uh, kind of steps away from Twin Peaks mm -hmm. um, after some network differences and him kind of basically being removed from the show until the last few episodes. Uh, it's it, The tone shift is kind of noticeable. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm excited to see it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess we've gone through... A lot of it. I, can I just go through my notes and please do? Because um, I, 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 there is a lot to talk about. I just want to make sure we don't run out, uh, miss anything. All mm -hmm. right, here are my notes. Unless we have to re-record it. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna read some notes. I have nice match cut on I to roulette table. <laughs> I literally wrote that down. Uh, Jacoby's <laughs> room is hilarious as usual. It's got sound effects, a sound effects <laughs> record that plays. I also it. mentioned that it's. As I wrote verbatim, it's just as weird as you'd imagine. Yeah. Yep. Um, Jacoby gets punched in the back a lot. Uh, they find the tape and necklace in a coconut. Um, <laughs> Cooper hits on a 19 to get a 21. That's awesome. Yep. Uh, Jacques raises his eyebrows super creepily. Uh, yep. Audrey gets all sexed up and picks a card. What card did she pick? Do you remember? Oh, I, I don't remember. Yeah. Um... Cooper gives Jack. Cooper gives Jacques five grand, and there definitely isn't enough. There definitely isn't five grand. It's, it looks like it's like four or five bills. Um, <laughs> it's not enough for five grand. That would be um, fifty hundred dollar bills, um, mm -hmm. and it it's not. It, <laughs> he didn't give him fifty bills. He gave him like ten at the most. <laughs> um, that was how much cash everyone had on set on them at the time. Yeah. Shelly washes her hair in the sink, which is weird. I I am going to defend that with their house not being completed. I'm I, guessing. I understand. That's just something that she does. I understand, know? but do they not have a shower? She might just want to wash her hair, you know? Okay. I don't really know why. Sure. But, yeah. Um, the cops keep using me uh, fishing metaphors when talking about Jacques. Such as yep. downstream, catch, big fish, fins, and hook the right. line. Mm -hmm. That's kind of terrible. I wasn't a big fan of that. <laughs> it made it seem way too, like, blues brothery or something like that. It would also be worse. Uh, it's kind of a missed opportunity for them to not have Jacques have, like, a fish-based nickname and have that play into that. Yeah. Just kind of apropos of nothing. Uh, Jacques is under arrest. Andy's a crack shot, shot now. Amazing. Mm -hmm. um, we listened to another stupid tape. Uh, Leo makes time bomb in the mill <laughs> It looks hilarious Nadine yeah. attempts to commit suicide We haven't really talked about that much um, I mean there, there's not it, It's weird why she does it Because no one's accepting her patent For yeah. silent rape runners But it, I don't know there, There's not a whole lot to really elaborate upon that Other than it just being sad Yeah it was really sad um, It turns out Josie uh, killed her, or ugh. Josie paid Huey Lewis to kill her husband for her. Is that what we find out? Uh, hypothetically. Okay, but okay, <laughs> um, and they become blood brothers. 
yeah, there's a blood pack. The, there's a blood pack. Yeah, a super a super pack. A blood pack. <laughs> right, a super blood pack. Um, I wrote there's a bit with closing the windows. Closing the windows. Or someone, I don't remember that. What do you remember? What that's in reference to? I don't know. Someone keeps closing the windows or something like that. I don't know. Um, I'm just going to go to the right notes. Uh, Catherine and Pete <laughs> are cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Catherine's obviously just using Pete based on how she like hugs him. <laughs> like patting him on the back. <laughs> Clearly so done with it the moment it starts. Yeah. Uh, oh, we yeah. found out Lucy is pregnant. Um, yes. And Andy is not cool with the news. He, he just yeah. walks out. Well, he, she walks out. Yeah. Yeah. Um. They find cocaine in the gas in the gas tank of um, James Hurley. James Hurley. Yep. Um, Huey Lewis shoots Leo, saves him from Bobby. So this is basically the recap again. Sorry, right? I was just seeing if there's anything <laughs> else. Okay, whatever. Anyways, um, <laughs> I guess we should just wrap it up with going over all the, all the cliffhangers. Yeah. Um, I can guess well, what will happen, and it'd be fun yeah. if you could too. But you've seen season two, so. I yeah, I'll do my best to neither confirm nor deny anything. Okay, so number one, Pete runs into the burning building. Pete's obviously going to survive. Uh, it wouldn't do that to me. Uh, same with Catherine Martell and Shelley; they're all going to survive. Um, I don't know. Maybe Shelley could die, but um, maybe whatever. Uh, uh, Leland murders Jacques. I think. Le- ugh. Is Leland going to get, get away with it? Or not Leo, or uh, yeah, Leland. Leland. Yeah, I yeah. I want to say Leland is not going to get away with it. Ooh. I don't think that they'll just sweep it under the rug. Um, I think Audrey's going to like put on like a something over her face to hide her identity so she can get out of that sticky situation with her dad. Mm-hmm. Um, Jacoby will recover from his heart attack. Okay, that's not, <laughs> again, it's not a cliffhanger. We know that he's recovering. Well, I mean, but he might have more, he, you know, he has a high risk of another heart attack. <laughs> if someone comes in and starts punching him in the back again. Yeah. Uh, James framed with the cocaine. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it, I feel like it'll be really hard to get himself out of this. <laughs> um, he, yeah. James just goes to Max and rots there for the rest of season two. I mean, it'd be really boring if the rest of the show was just... Um, actually, you know what? I don't like James. Sure. I hope James, I hope the next season. James gets sent up to the Tone Peaks penitentiary. Yeah, James is tied up in court all the time. So people are always <laughs> like, where's James? Oh, he's at court. Um, Lucy's pregnant. Andy better step up. We've established Andy's a good guy. He's going to step up. He was just having trouble processing it. Um, Leo gets shot. Leo's not going to die. Um <laughs> Well, he's been shot before been sh- and sh- has survived. He was shot before and still, even the day he got shot in the arm was still using a sniper rifle, no problem. So, <laughs> Yeah. Um, you've already told me Nadine isn't going to die. Sorry. Um, I don't care if the mill burns down. <laughs> um, okay, the mill, that's that's not... <laughs> what? That's not a cliffhanger. The mill's on fire. <laughs> yeah, but they can still it's put it out. It's going to be burned. They can, they can still put it out. It doesn't need to burn all the way down. It's, it, it's kind of. They spend so much time in the show talking about what's going to happen to the mill, what's going to happen to the mill. I feel like hypothetically someone, r- at least writing the show, cared about what would happen to the mill. <laughs> hey, I'm with you. I don't care. I don't care what happens to the right. mill. Sure. 
In fact, I hope it burns down so they can stop talking about it. <laughs> you kind of hope that Catherine's inside just to further deter any sort of yeah, mention I, of I it. Hope jo- I hope Josie walks into it accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> what is shenanigans a lot? <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, oh, and finally, Dale getting shot. It, Dale, yeah. if, 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 turns, if, if Dale's dead, there's not going to be another episode of the podcast. So. <laughs> what if they just recast him? Oh, <laughs> walk and got too big for the show. Just left. Oh, no, no way they could do that. In, in, in the year 1991, if they had to recast that part, they'd be screwed. <laughs> they recast... Uh, I mean, it, it's super weird because like, Laura from Boyle was kind of like the breakout star from this show like she definitely had a lot of momentum after this mm-hmm. um so they, they had to recast her in the movie so recasting is not out of the uh it's not out of the cards i suppose okay um but yeah yeah don't even don't even joke about don't that. even joke <laughs> don't even joke about that all right well i guess that's it kyle was this episode good enough for you this time uh, let me let me listen back to it. I'll get back to you. Okay, I'm not gonna record this a third time, so <laughs> you can record a solo episode, Bill Burr style. Sure. If you're unhappy with it, <laughs> I'll have to work on my uh, Bill Burr impression. Okay, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, this is the kind of rapport people. <laughs> keep wanting to listen to this podcast for hey, hey, hey i'm having Play fun i want to hear about, i want to hear about how your improv class went <laughs> off the air mike okay um <laughs> okay well i guess that's it everybody uh we'll see you next week probably with a mini sode mm-hmm. um so we should probably explain what's going to happen for the next little bit yeah we're busy right now yeah, um, uh, and also I think Mike just thinks he's a little too good for this podcast now that he's moved out of his parents' house. I'm shopping around to other Twin Peaks, <laughs> Twin Peaks podcasts to see if you mother to see if I can get picked up. <laughs> One of them that might actually be able to get Dana Ashbrook on. Hey, if you come up with that attitude, Dana Ashbrook's <laughs> never going to be on the show. <laughs> I think, if anything, how much we've glowed about him would be the only reason why he would be on. It's basically a Dana Ashbrook fan club podcast. Yeah. I mean, okay. Like, on the scale of getting someone on the show, mm-hmm. obviously Kyle McLaughlin is the person who will never, ever be on the show, no matter what happens. <laughs> him and Jack Nance right. have the same likelihood of being on the show. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But outside of there, I feel like I don't know. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm not having to start. I'm gonna stop talking shit about all the people <laughs> I want to be on the show. But it seems like they're not Good up call. to a lot. Uh, okay, moving on. So we're we're really busy <laughs> yeah. coming up. Um, so, but rather than having a gap in the episodes, what we're gonna try to do is record a series of minisodes in which we kind of break down. Uh, one sort of thing, one sort of fact, or uh, some segment. Or just do whatever we want. That's true, yeah. Um, and so they're just, yeah, going to be kind of mini truncated episodes, and we'll try to get into season two as soon as things start settling down. Some of the minisodes might be with both me and Mike, might be solo affairs, 
But uh, or it might just be Bill know. Burr. We might have Bill <laughs> Burr just do an episode for us. Right. We can get Bill Burr. We can't get Dane Ashbrook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, How great would it be if Dane Ashbrook just did an episode of our show just him by himself? <laughs> Wait, uh, Bill Burr or Dana Ashbrook? I, either, either one. Either one. What if it was Bill Burr interviewing Dana Ashbrook? Okay. And we just weren't there. I'm interested. I'm interested. Sure. <laughs> well, let's let's make some calls. We'll get that up and running. I'm sure. All right. Well, um, but yeah, it was it was, it was great uh, working through season one with you, Kyle. Um, yeah. Even though we've recorded each episode at least three times. Yes. Um, it, so when you were mentioning that we re-recorded this episode, this is like the fifth time we've re-recorded. Oh, well, I mean, we started at the beginning at, at our second time, but at this point, we've had to redo this segment itself uh, five times. Yeah, it's it's been a lot of editing. Yeah. Anyways, um, we'll peep on Twitter, everybody. Uh, take it easy. Mm-hmm. We will see you next week in a shortened fashion. Yeah, and, and uh, we're going to close out the episode with um, David Lynch... Uh, giving some directing notes to uh, uh, who's the actress who played um, Laura Palmer? Uh, Cheryl Lee. Yeah, sure. We're going to hear some. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Okay. So, what you're going to want to do, right, is. Slow everything down. Make it real slow, but make it real sexy. All right, bye, everybody. High schooler can make it. All right, bye, everybody. Okay. (laughs) Sure, that was good. (laughs) Great. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome. uh, uh, Or, welcome. All right. This is the episode. Um, uh, Thanks for listening. Uh, We have. Great. Uh, an ad. <laughs> Let's just read it. Uh, um, yeah. Do you want to read so, this, Kyle, um, or should I read it? Well, uh, first off, we should we should say um, you know usually we don't really do many ads, but um, we got an email while we were recording this episode with another uh, another ad for us, some more ad copy to go through. So we thought we'd do it now. Um, and I guess I can I can go through it. Yeah, um, this is directly from Dana's business account. Yeah, uh, Dana at Dynamics Podcast Networks dot org. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so let me yeah, just read the ad up. copy. I'm getting there. All right, uh, dear Mike and Kyle, that was so formal. Um, regarding your podcast contract with Dynamics Women Sound Off, I didn't know this was that, a. I didn't know we had a contract. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, totally. Oh, um, okay. That's why we've been getting all that sweet, sweet ad revenue oh. from uh, greasyhands.com. I'm I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, carry on. Yeah. Uh, so dynamics won't sound off. We decided that with the addition of the Assassin uh, Brass podcast available at https colon backslash backslash sassnbrasspodcast.wordpress.com. Uh, that's N, just the letter, not and. Uh, and with the realization that there are no listeners to your show, as well as our general dislike of everything you've done so far, we've decided not to... Cliffhanger! Please don't include your, your sound effects. <laughs>